Helping Hand podcast. My name's Pauline Shannon. I'm a mother of three and a reflex integration therapist. Each week I will be meeting someone who helps children and families. I will be asking them what they do and how they do it. We will learn how different therapies can help, how to choose which is right for you and how to find them when you need them. So thanks for agreeing to talk to me. It is aromatherapy you do, isn't it? I have that right. Yeah, it's aromatherapy. Uh, It's kind of a clinical aromatherapy, so slightly different from relaxing that kind of aromatherapy. So I would go to a bit detail. Yeah, (laughs) quite a lot myth in aromatherapy, actually. So some people perceive it like a spa relaxation experience. Some people think it's a nice environment and candle and diffusers that they can use at home to calm them down. Uh, but yeah, I have to say it's just a part of truth and there are safety issues need to take into consideration, especially with someone on medication or vulnerable like children or elderly. We need to take certain care of using any oils. So with like terminal illness or some kind of uh, quite people in a compromised condition. So we need to take extra care and caution before we can decide what we can do with them and uh, what kind of enjoyment of aromatherapy they could have. So it's really individual. So the individual is actually I think that's the beauty of the aromatherapy it is you everyone was drawn to different oils and different aroma scent and I do believe everyone have their own like a feeling or their signature uh, aroma so there must be something for them at that moment so with each different appointment, they may have different things. They may have the same thing, but in a slightly different way. So there are so many ways to do aromatherapy apart from lighting a candle. So in a nutshell, what is aromatherapy as you practice it? Uh, From... uh, so there are two definitions actually. So one definition is when I learn aromatherapy, it is using essential oil for a therapeutic purpose. So it's a pure essential oil extracted or uh, st- distilled from a plant, uh, an aromatic plant. And we use that essential oil as for therapeutic purpose. But to my personal view, aromatherapy would be an aromatic way to open another door for a better and healthier life. So it's a lifestyle changing uh, trigger or it's a mission for like, it's just lighting another light to see how we can do better. So it's a way to facilitate people to get a better lifestyle. Sounds great. So how how do you do it? What does it look like when people come to see you? Mm, in the first, at first, I think we need to have a consultation. 
So it depends on it, who it is for. If that's for a children, we need the parents' consent. We need to talk to the children. Uh, my approach is slightly different. So I'm not focusing on individual, especially they are vulnerable. So I would like to take as a whole, as an individual and their carers. So uh, someone essential around them, interact with them. So they are actually a whole part as for my treatment. So I need to know how to get the relationship and how to use them in a way that they can integrate into their daily life. It's not like for healthy adult, it would be a detailed consultation, a private, com confidential with their lifestyle, their medication histories, and how they like how they exercise, how they do their things, what is their normal day like, how long they sleep, when they sleep, how they how they sleep. So uh, it's got quite detailed consultation to understand uh, the first how aromatherapy can help in any aspect. So we prioritize what we can do for a short term, say in a week or two weeks time, what can we do to integrate something small into our life? And then it will be a long-term goal. Normally that would be support well-being. So get less stress, more calmness, more peaceful. And some people suffer chronic pain or have some ailments. We will have some product for them. But in the meanwhile, we're considering like a body massage or that kind of service that helps them to start kicking, get the feeling of it. So they feel the beauty of the calmness into, in their busy life schedule. So that's a start. And then we gave them some daily activities or any product they can use at home or they can use on each other and help them to build a relationship, have a better, healthier lifestyle. So uh, with children or vulnerable, uh, I often also will ask quite similar question to them as well as a carer. So their carers, how they can cope because with these people, they're already overload. We understand they've already very stressed. So anything we ask them to add on to their routine, it need to be small and it need to be precise and they can see the outcome so they can commit a little bit more at each time. So that's a slightly I different- I love your approach. Yeah, that's a slightly different mm. approach than with a healthy adult. But I think it worth the effort to do it because the both way, they would understand, they would express from a different view. They, they share the same life but they are slightly from a different angle. They have their own view of everything. Even with children, I think they should have a control, a sense of control, what they can do, what they want to do. Because if they're 
vulnerable and parents are often quite stressed and they just want to minimize the chance of accident. So it's not like a healthy child can explore the world. We can accept wounds, we can accept infection to some extent, like the safeguard is not that tight. We have much higher uh, threshold to explore, but with those vulnerables, we kind of want to then be contained and they don't have much opportunity or sense of being. So it's that emotional or like mental status they really need. So I think it would be good to hear the story from both ends and we will see where it joins beautifully. Yeah, I really like your approach. Um, how, how do you see people? Do you see them online or are you seeing them in person? Uh, actually, I do either way. So if anyone with uh, complicated uh, medical issues, I would love to see them online first. So I get gather all the information I would need and do my research and generate the plan for them. Because it needs to be a plan uh, that's applicable to their lifestyle. It's not something like, yeah, this is good. You have to do it. People know what's good. People just don't have time to do exactly the perfect thing. So we need to think about it, how to integrate, rather than what's good. Because the good stuff is just up there. probably just too far to reach. Everyone have their limitations. So I don't think just telling them to do the right thing is the right thing. It is try, it's always like trying if you have the hope to try a trivial thing and that works, that make it better. But if that doesn't work, we could try another way to integrate. It's not like you have to do it right at the first time. Nobody does anything right at the first time. If that happens, that's the luck. How right you are. But, but that not always happens. And we're not fixing anything. We're just getting better. We're not comparing. We're not judging if that's right, that's wrong. It just, could you be better? Do you want to be better? So. It always like if you want to be better, we can help. But if you don't, you don't. So I hear that it's going to be very individual to the individualized person. But I would really like to you to give me some examples of what the daily activities or products or what a plan might uh, look like. Normally, if they have like muscle tensions or pains, we do have some massage for them to relax that a bit to get these tensions released. So that would be part of the plan. And at the beginning, it could be quite intense, like once a week, because sometimes must you need to recover from the massage, from all the adjustments your body made. So, and later on, if that's getting stable, we can have a, like maintenance kind of massage, until your new lifestyle kicked in, have worked. So that 
that would be the massage part. And the daily activity, it would be quite different. So it could include like a local massage on the hands or like breathing techniques or some activity or nighttime bedtime routine. We do like we read the book, put the diffuser on or some music or guided relaxation kind of thing. So we do a bit activities to have ourselves calm down at the bedtime, help a better sleep. And also if there's any like anxiety related or behavior issue like anger they can't express, we have like personal inhalers or diffusers they can sniff and get the calmer status. So it just quite a few varied things, even like a bath oil. You just have a nice aromatic bath together and that's quite therapeutic in terms of pain, in terms of uh, stress management, and also very helpful for skin issues or like digestive issues. So it could be various things. We do, all of us do have different kind of problem. We can't just say like, okay, I'm healthy, I'm active, but still when I'm exercising, I have sore muscles. And sometimes if I didn't eat well, I I feel bloated. So it just, every small things happens during the the course of our lives. So we just need to address them and mainly focus on the mental health. So that's the sense of self-pampering and self-care we need to introduce. Because I do find some people, if they have, like long-term illness, their lifestyle is like clinical centered. It's not self-centered. So everything is scheduled as the doctor appointments, blood checks and screenings, everything, follow-ups, home visits. So you need to schedule everything around it. So it's a sense of being self is missing. But that's the most important part of every life. So that's how I feel we could do is using aromatherapy like a tool to open the door of self-care and self-awareness. I think we could all do with a bit of that, a bit more self-care, yes. a bit more self-awareness. So yeah. Who's your ideal client? If people are listening to this and they're thinking, I wonder if aromatherapy is for me, what what should prompt them to get in touch? I think who's ever, like, being a carer, so feel stressed, overwhelmed, they have to make millions of decisions for others and take responsibilities. So these people would be ideal to be helped with aromatherapy. Because with this self-awareness, they could shake off the stress very easily. It doesn't need to involve like you do exercise three times a week, an hour (laughs) each time. It could be just like an inhalation, a few deep breaths with the aroma 
with the aroma blended for them. So to have a peaceful mind first, and then we talk about any discomfort in the body and anything. Because once the mind is calmer, you make right decisions, you do the right thing, and everything is getting better. It's not like you solve the problem, but in in the process, it just let you to be. It's not like focusing, doing, and keep doing, keep doing, and keep thinking, have I done the right thing? Have I got anything missing? And just keep worrying. This kind of feeling would be quite overwhelming and affect the decision-making and the quality of care to others. So focusing on, um, I would say my service is to help those being cared feel better and less pain and better stable emotion mood. So on the other side, the carer uh, got less stress and they take care of themselves and make right decisions and so their life will join together beautifully so it doesn't have to be a burden it could be their new normal I always think that's a new normal that's not something I need to deal with and I need to fix it I just need to be and live with it and everyone could be happy. It doesn't have to be as stressful uh, all the time, but I understand that it will be difficult time, difficult decision to make, but it doesn't have to be a stressful course all the time. Lovely. We're actually running out of time. Is there anything that you wish I'd asked you or anything that you really want families to hear? Mm, I think what I need to hear uh, to to let them know is there is a new normal. They could live their life normally. So that's my aromatherapy philosophy. And essential oil has very direct interact with emotions and the the parasympathetic system. So it brings the stress down and help the people uh, help the body to recover so that's the essential part that's why i say it's a tool to open the door to be happier and healthier and my approach is just as little as possible to get into our new normal if people want to get in touch with you Ying, how do they do that where do they find you uh, they can find me on instagram and Facebook page, both are called Aromat- uh, Aromatic Droplets, a Mindful Holistic Aromatherapy. So uh, they can also visit my website, aromaticdroplets.co.uk. So we can get from there. They can, if they have any inquiries, they can just get in touch. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today and sharing your really interesting approach to aromatherapy with us. 
Yeah, it's a pleasure to be with you, and it's a great opportunity to make everyone aware of how clinical aromatherapy works. So it's not about all like lying there, a massage or lighting a candle. We could do a lot of things to shake off stress and help manage pain and behavior issues. You've been listening to the Helping Hand podcast, connecting families with help and support when they need it. If you want more information or to find a therapist near you, go to helpinghandonline.co.uk.